My name is Jeremy Devins, and this is the Quiet Mind Astrology Podcast with the December 2020 horoscope. So this month, we have some very significant events happening, including Pluto moving into Capricorn, which is a return to the natal birth chart of the United States and signifying major transformation, revolution, and change in the United States, which we've already seen because Pluto was there earlier this year, but it's going back. And for all countries, all people of the world, in Capricorn, it's affecting our structures, and that includes political structures. We also have the solstice, the winter solstice in the northern hemisphere, summer solstice in the southern hemisphere. The same day as that is the great conjunction of Saturn and Jupiter, which happens every 20 years and marks generational shifts. We'll talk about that. We've got uh, a solar eclipse on the 14th. This is a pretty significant day. We've got a lot of stuff happening in Scorpio. It's a big transformational day. And then Mars goes into Aries this month. So it's going to be a big boost of energy towards the end of the month going into the new year. And speaking of the new year, Mindful New Year is amazing. We had an amazing group join us uh, this past weekend. It was really fun. I was thrilled to teach it and... Uh, lead these exercises to review the past year, plan the year ahead, and I laid out all of the major transits coming up in 2021 and the general themes that you can work with throughout the year. So it's not going to be as much disruption because everything that's been moving this year in 2020 is going to hold throughout the majority of 2021. So the big shifting energies that we've seen this year with the nodes of the moon, with Saturn, with Pluto. Uh, I get into all that inside of the course. And if you do the upgrade to the community version, I will be doing monthly horoscopes going in more detail than I do here on the podcast with sign-by-sign horoscopes. So if you've been looking for that, if you want to know how this stuff specifically is going to play out for you based on your birth chart, I go into each house for the transits there. Uh, But inside of that course, I guide you through yoga, Ayurveda, and Vedic astrology to plan the year. It's super fun. You can get access to the recordings right now at mindfulnewyear.com. And you can join us live. We'll have one more live class this coming Wednesday, 7 p.m. Central. And that is also a good time for people in Australia. I know there's a lot of Aussies who listen. So uh, is it Aussies or Aussie? Are they the same? I I think they both work. I apologize for my ignorance on that, Uh, but I know there's a lot of listeners in Australia, so I made a time that could work for you in the morning, maybe Thursday morning there. So mindfulnewyear.com is where you can register for that. You can get the recordings or join live, and you can upgrade to get a one-to-one reading as well. And uh, that's basically the lowest price for an astrology reading that I'll ever offer. So if you sign up that way, uh, you get the course and the community and the monthly horoscopes and the Essentially, it was becoming the Vedic Astrology membership site that will be announced very shortly, where I'll have a feed just like this, where you can get more in-depth astrology lessons each week beyond just the weekly horoscopes. So more to come on that, but for now, you can get access to it when you sign up at mindfulnewyear.com, and that too will be the lowest rate you can get for that part of it. Uh, mindfulnewyear.com is where you can get that, and quietmindastrology.com is where you can get your free birth chart and schedule a one-to-one reading if you just want that. All right, so today, talking about the month of December 2020, this beginning of the month, there's no big transits. The moon is always moving every two and a half days or so. It moves to a new sign. 
But in the first 10 days of the month, there's no other planetary movements of note, such as the moon moving around. So this doesn't mean nothing is happening. It means that there's a little bit of stability and consistency of what shifted now. So I'm recording this on Monday, November 30th. Today is the day of the uh, lunar eclipse. And it's also a full moon. So this is a time whenever there's a lunar eclipse, it's a big portal, a turning point. And you can't really go back through it. And the whole six weeks around it, because there's the this eclipse, then there's a solar eclipse in a couple weeks, and then there's a couple weeks after that, when that goes into the Great Conjunction, where essentially you want to do optimal self-care and really prioritize self-care. And being around water is even better, like taking baths. Uh, doing a steam room if you have access to that, uh, being near a stream if you have access to that, being around water, staying hydrated, drinking extra water. It's all very important during the solar and lunar eclipse, especially the lunar eclipse, or yeah, the lunar eclipse, because uh, essentially the moon energy is blocked out. But then on the solar eclipse that we have coming up, the moon is debilitated there, so the moon will be in Scorpio. So essentially, taking good care of your hydration and spending more time near water, around water if you can, will help balance out this debilitation of the moon and this blocking out of the moon. So the moon represents our mind, our emotions, and the water element, and it controls the tides on the earth, and it, all things that are moving and changing within us. Emotions need to move through us, and they might feel a little blocked right now. You might have difficulty accessing your emotions or it could be the other extreme where you feel excessively emotional, especially around the lunar eclipse, or excuse me, the solar eclipse coming up on the 14th. So you might feel extra emotional because that moon is debilitated and it's in Scorpio, which is also water, but it represents the depths of our psyche. It's ruled by Mars, which is more violent. It's the most violent planet. Doesn't necessarily mean violence, but there could be emotional distraught and distress, especially around the middle of this month. And certainly there will in the U.S. because the election's got to be decided very soon and uh, fully complete and done. And a lot of people are going to be upset about that one way or the other. So we can see that playing out in the middle of December. And as always, I recommend don't get pulled into that polarization and division it's great to have differences of opinion and differences of variety of human beings, but we want to notice if we get pulled into that conflict of me versus you. Uh, with the moon in Scorpio this time in the middle of the month and all these planets in uh, Scorpio as well, we're going to have Mercury, K2, Venus, and of course the sun and moon are there. And uh, Mercury and Venus are in their enemy signs of Scorpio. That means Mercury, the intellect, and our communication can get pulled into trying to find things to fight about and have conflict about. And Venus there can sort of goad it on and want to uh, sort of enjoy that conflict and destruction in a way. And it's with K2. The K2 is the, the, what cuts away what is no longer needed. <clears throat> so all this kind of adds fuel to that fire and it's ruled by Mars, which is in a friendly sign of Pisces. So it could all sort of fuel the fire of creating more conflict and destruction, the Kali energy, which is not necessarily bad. We need that in the universe. We need creation, destruction, and sustaining. 
And this month in particular could represent a time of emotional structures changing of maybe your ideals, your beliefs with Jupiter being with Saturn and debilitated, but there is a cancellation of that. So it's not too bad. All month there's cancellation of Jupiter being debilitated, but there are lessons to be learned about our communication, our emotions. What do we love and value? And we can take all this energy and go into the depths of our psyche and soul. And as always, meditation, therapy, therapeutic practices, yoga, anything that builds your self-awareness, Tai Chi, Qigong, healing modalities, going deeper into your psyche is very, very important this month. So this is, the Scorpio energy is very dominant this month, and it's sort of the middle of the month, and it has this reverberating effect of the eclipse that typically the two weeks before and after an eclipse, you want to be extra mindful of your self-care and your choices. So prioritize that and do deep interpersonal work and deep personal work and understand yourself, seek to understand yourself a little bit deeper. And if you feel yourself getting caught into conflict with other people or needing to be right, seek to understand them rather than to try to be understood by them because you've done the work to understand yourself, right? So deep, inner, deep personal work, deep emotional work is a great, great month for doing that. If you live in the Northern Hemisphere in the winter months, in general, is a good time for more solitude and more introspection. So that kicks off on December 10th when Venus goes into Scorpio and then everything else sort of uh, happens around the 14th is when that exa exactly when the new moon is and the solar eclipse. Uh, but Venus is in Scorpio until January 3rd. So in your relationships and the things that you love to do in your artistic expression, your creative expression, things that you find beauty in, go deeper. So if you are in a relationship, maybe like find some prompts, some exercises, maybe something that you can uh, do together that will bring you into deeper connection. I actually have a friend who made this card game called Cards for Connection. And I was actually playing that with a friend recently. And it was, uh, it's a great example of this, of going deeper. The Venus and Scorpio energy is December 10th to January 3rd. Because that's ruled by Mars and all this other stuff. K2 is there. So there can be this uh, trying to start conflicts with a partner. It, it can turn pretty ugly and negative. So we've got to choose to see the depths of our partner and see the depths of other people and then are relating to others, go deeper under the surface. Ask, ask someone to just like, something I've done in the past as well is just, uh, just say, I'm gonna give you five minutes and just say whatever you wanna say, just talk for five minutes, right? Especially if there's a relationship where you catch yourself in this conflict and uh, the misunderstandings and you feel that sort of reactivity to want to uh, make the conflict worse. Seek to understand, then to be understood. And then, you know, do your own personal work of understanding yourself and know that you can't expect that, you can't expect that reciprocity from other people. So watch out for that tendency to feel jaded or angry or bitter at other people with Venus and Scorpio and from the 10th to January 3rd. Then again, December 14th this month, it's the new moon, solar eclipse. Big transformation, big portal. There's no going back. So I think the election stuff 
is going to have to clear up this month and it's going to upset a lot of people and that's just the way things play out. So we've got Sun moving into Sagittarius on December 16th and that's going to get out of that energy and Sun moving into Sag brings more of this interest in ideals, philosophies, what do you value? And this sense of inner authority coming back because the sun represents our sense of authority and leadership and governance, and that is blocked on the 14th. So our inner authority might feel weak or unclear or not as directional, but that will improve just a couple of days later on the 16th when sun moves into Sagittarius, bringing more of this Jupiterian kind of energy. Jupiter and sun are both sattvic planets. Sattva means pure. It's one of the three gunas. All the planets have gunas. If you're not familiar with any of this, you can do the Vedic Astrology 101 course at quietmindastrology.com. But essentially, the quality of the sun being in the Jupiter sign is much more positive. And your inner authority will start to shine through more, and you'll feel this increased sense of optimism and direction and vitality from the middle of the month forward. And that comes from this solar eclipse of like, with K2, things have to be cut away. And you might already be feeling this. You might already be letting things go because sun is already with K2 right now uh, from, the four, from the first of the month all the way through the 16th. And Mercury's there with it. Mercury takes on the qualities of whatever it's with. So the intellect is taking on this quality of as an authority, as an inner authority, what do I need to let go of to feel my vitality shine through again? What gives me power and strength and courage? And how can I focus on that? And it requires this going deep, this deeper introspection. And another example of how you could do this, if you have access to a sauna, that's sort of sitting in the fire and being with whatever arises, being with the discomfort of that. If you've ever been able to do a sweat lodge, it's that sort of idea of sitting in the fire and allowing the spiritual realizations to come through. That's sun with Mercury and K2 and Scorpio, right? That's the kind of energy, maybe sitting in a hot tub. These things are uncomfortable and you might just want to get out of them right away. And this energy is calling us to go into it, to find the lessons there, or we can just avoid it and get away from it and uh, repeat the lesson until we are done. And that's kind of what happens with our karma. Right? We just keep repeating the lessons until we learn it and then new things unfold. So we have this opportunity in this first two weeks of the month to get those lessons of what is your inner authority? Who do you really listen to? How do you, what does it mean to trust your gut, to follow what is right for you, your inner authority and guidance? No one else can give it to you. No one else can take it from you. You always have that within you. And there's some things that need to be let go of that are hampering that, that are dousing your fire. It's time to let go of so you can shine more brightly and move forward to the middle of the month, the 16th, where sun goes into Sag. And Sag is ruled by Jupiter. Jupiter is like a general. It's like, okay, we need to move this here, do that, make this decision, take this action. And the sun just feels lit up and it gets more vitality. So you get this more third chakra power and direction and courage to take action from the middle of the month. Of course, all of this depends on your horoscopes and your uh, birth charts. So you want to know that. If you want to see where this is, you can look in your birth chart where Sagittarius is and imagine the sun being there. So it could be your 10th house of career. Now the sun going into your 10th house of career, very good 
very energizing for all things to do with career. Then on December 21st, we have the great conjunction of Saturn and Jupiter, which happens every 20 years, and it's also the day of the winter solstice. So a huge turning point, a return of the light here in the Northern Hemisphere, or a movement into the darkness in the, nor in the Southern Hemisphere. Uh, but of course, I focus more on the North because that's where I live. But in general, this time now is our teachers, Saturn and Jupiter coming together in Capricorn, the, the sign of structures and the limitations, delays, setbacks, all things also represented by Saturn, but uh, with Jupiter and Jupiter is debilitated here. So our hope and optimism, I've taken a hit this year. This has happened already and Jupiter's gone forward and back, and it's going to do it again next year. It's going to be in Capricorn. It'll go to Aquarius, come back to Capricorn next year. And overall, it's going to be another year until it's fully done. So there's lessons for us to learn. We're being taught significant life lessons about our structures, our routines, our habits, our disciplines, just as I've been saying all year from the beginning, because Saturn is still in Capricorn. And that continues all the way to early 2022. So these are slow, patient, difficult lessons. And we're seeing that with the coronavirus pandemic, which I've predicted, it seems like it's going to clear up by early 2022. So I would advise as you plan the year, whether with mindful new year or your own thing, think that you can expect the more of the same with lockdowns and mandates and restrictions and delays and difficulties. And uh, even, you know, recent interview with Bill Gates, who's a big funder of the vaccines, said that he's expecting around early 2022 when things can go back to normal. So it lines up perfectly with the transit of Saturn, which will move into Aquarius around that point. But for this year, and right now, Jupiter just moved into Capricorn a couple weeks ago. What has shifted for you? Again, look at your birth chart. Where is Capricorn? If Capricorn's in your seventh house of relationships. This is a big shift in your relationships. There's big lessons for you to learn that have completely transformed your relationships this year. And you're on a new trajectory now, learning new lessons and new beliefs about relationships, new ideals. And maybe finding new teachers, perhaps finding a new partner. Jupiter can represent the husband in a woman's chart. And moving into your relationship house could represent getting married in this transit in the next year. Of course, there are a billion other factors for that. That's just one quick general possible expression of this. And all of these things, of course, move in sort of clusters of potentiality. And we get to choose what we focus on, how we create our lives. And we can focus on the positive, negative, or neutral. And with this energy, I recommend having clear teachers in your life, whether it's you're taking a course, you're following a training, you have a mentor, you have a therapist, a coach, a guide, a shaman, a healer. You have teachers in your life, very important this year. And that is part of your weekly routine, your structures. It's just built into your life. Not something you do occasionally, not something you do when you feel like you have to but that you have people you consult with regularly or a training that you're doing to get a certification or complete a course or something that you have guidance, clear guidance from wise teachers. Jupiter is wisdom. It's the guru, one who brings light into the darkness. 
So where is it that you have darkness that you need light shed on? Maybe you've struggled with finances or you've struggled with a relationship in your life or you've struggled with career. Seek out a teacher who can help you build structures and put things in place to accomplish your goal. Do you even have a goal, right? What are your intentions? Again, that's all Mindful New Year is about, but you can just write it out. Set 10 minutes to just write what are your intentions for the year? How would you like it to look? And be intentional about that. And then find a teacher who can help you achieve that. So having a teacher lessons learned in your daily, weekly structures is very important. It could be once a month. It could be every couple of weeks. It doesn't have to be every day that you're consulting with this person, but that you have that teacher because... Jupiter is debilitated. It is canceled out. There's one cancellation right now. It's, it kind of fluctuates all year. Uh, but in general, it's, it's this hindrance on expansion. Wherever you're trying to expand in this area of Capricorn in your chart, it's this hindrance. And with relationships, there's delays, there's setbacks, there's obstacles there. But it can be very positive if you have guidance and a mentor and these planets of Saturn and Jupiter are telling us that we need to have teachers in this area of our lives to be successful. We can't do it all on our own. In fact, it's impossible. If you ever think about that, as I've mentioned before, just thinking about looking around your space and all the things that are made possible by other people and relationships. And crazy to think about if we actually took away anything to do with other people and really lived as isolated as Western society has become, as we kind of uh, isolate ourselves off to be, we really cut off from other people. We'd have pretty much nothing. We'd have to be spending all day making clothes and food and shelter. So this is a time where it's telling us that we want to make sure we're consulting with those teachers on those blind spots. We can't do everything alone. Then we have Mars going into Aries on December 24th. And uh, one more thing I'll say about that great conjunction of Saturn and Jupiter, December 21st. Uh, it's a 20-year cycle, and we see throughout culture is always considered like the 20-year generation cycle, and uh, trends come back every 20 years or so. And, and of course, Saturn and Jupiter were together at the beginning of this year, uh, but they've come back now again, and they'll move forward from here. So this is a time, again, of reflecting on who have you become over the past 20 years, what life lessons have you learned? There's a cycle that's coming to closure here, and it's about maturing and becoming more wise in our structures and the routines that we have and the life that we choose to live and uh, taking away the things that are just kind of snuck in, maybe to cope with stress or that really just don't serve us anymore. And this big eclipse with Sun and K2 in the middle of the month is saying, it's time to just let those things go and things will let up quite a bit. And when you create that space, the universe fills that space. You've got to be willing to let go. And that can be scary and uncomfortable. And all the energy of fear with Saturn and Capricorn and then Pluto coming into Capricorn, at the end of the month, there can be this big fear of loss. But I assure you, if you haven't read the Bhagavad Gita, I highly encourage you to read the Bhagavad Gita. Uh, maybe you have your own personal beliefs and I'm not saying you have to change those at all, but it's a great reference to, to just remember that you are infinite source energy beyond your physical form and energy cannot be created or destroyed. It just changes form. So we're just going to continue to change form just like all the carbon 
in our body is the carbon from the stars. It's going to continue to change form and we have nothing to fear. Life will continue on. We will continue to change and evolve. It's okay if it's time to let go of something that is no longer serving you. And something even better will come in its place. And that's happening in the United States with the Pluto return. Like the whole country is going through major upheaval and it's really uh, got a long way to go still with this transit. So Pluto is just going to go forward to Capricorn and be there for several years. So big upheaval, big change, but there can be this fear of that loss and fear of death. But ultimately all death until the final one is just ego death. All loss is just ego death. And it's the part of ourselves that is no longer necessary to express our soul's potential. And to do that, we have the Mars and Aries energy on December 24th to February 21st. It's with Uranus, which is exalted. And this can be a revolutionary time as well in general, with Uranus being in Aries. Uh, but Mars coming there brings us vitality, energy, power back. Right, so this last half of the month, this energy and power is coming back, especially uh, in the Northern Hemisphere when it's actually the return of the light. That's what the winter solstice is. It's the night is the longest, and then we have the return of the light all the way till the summer solstice, where the energy increases. And Mars and Aries gives us that vitality and energy. And those of you in the Southern Hemisphere, just still good energy from the Mars and Aries energy, more vitality, power, strength, courage, and warrior spirit. And of course, we have the full moon in Gemini on the 29th, a time of completion, closure, reflection, if you haven't done a year review by that point, I highly encourage it. It's a great time for gratitude practices, reflection, and closure. Review the past year and set new intentions for the new year. Finally, on December 31st, Pluto goes into Capricorn with Jupiter and Saturn. And again, as I mentioned, that is a big revolutionary change. And we'll see that play out through the structures of governments, politics, authority figures, and all things to do with Capricorn and that's going to be a big long transit so i'll have more to that say about that as we go through it but for now i hope you found this helpful and insightful it gives you some things to work with this month ahead so no weekly horoscope this week this week is just sort of a reverberation of this uh, lunar eclipse and full moon that we have on monday so lots of hydration Lots of uh, exposure to water, things around water, staying in touch with your emotions, your feelings, moving fluidly, doing practices like dance and yoga, things that help you get in your body and not just in your head. And let it, letting this be a month of deep personal exploration and introspection with all the Scorpio energy that's coming uh, next in two weeks. Right. So for this first week of the month, though, I just kind of lay low. There's probably been a big upheaval and change with this eclipse, and it's not the best time for trying to do a whole bunch of new stuff and scattering your energy out, but go back. What is incomplete? What can you bring vitality and energy to uh, that you've learned? It's a time to start to let go of those things so you can sort of wrap them up and be willing and, and more able to transition away from them towards the middle of the month. Right, so if you've got some things you've been wanting to donate, start to pile those up. And uh, things you've been wanting to change in your life, start to think about those, contemplate those, plan for that big change that's coming again in the middle of the month. And if there has already been a big change in your life, sort of uh, 
clearing the dust, letting the dust settle from that. That's what this week is really about, letting the dust settle and do what really nourishes you. Take good self-care over this several-week period going all the way through the end of the month. So I've got some really fun things to say about the Rahu and Ketu transits that I talked about earlier uh, in a previous episode. It's been some really fun developments to see how that's played out. Excited to share that soon. And I'm excited to do the Mindful New Year event. This is the second one, so we'll have it live again on Wednesday evening in the States. But check your time zone. Go to mindfulnewyear.com. You can register for that and get access to both recordings. And you can join us live if you're available for that time. Hope you have a great rest of your month. I look forward to sharing more with you soon next time on the Quiet Mind Astrology Podcast.